What are you most looking forward to wearing this spring? Jorts. Jorts. You have a favorite brand of jorts? No, I'll probably just take my brothers. Style my jorts with me. She says you're my everything. So yesterday I cut a pair of jeans into like the best jorts I've ever seen. I already know what y'all think about jorts. Y'all think of the typical blue shit. See, I already know I had to switch it up and I'm not even going to lie. I'm so happy I made this decision. Um, but anyway, I think I've consumed at least 70 more minutes of Mr. Beast like, explainer podcast. Like who is Mr. Beast podcast <laughs> than I have actually watched Mr. Beast videos because I haven't seen one of the videos, but I have listened to so much fucking like just opining on is he good is he bad who is mr beast and it's just like i don't i don't know if i've ever done that with something i ha i genuinely don't have an opinion on i'm just like i don't fucking know um i i spent a lot of time researching someone like that uh just the last few days because i was followed by an influencer i will not name and she is pretty popular. And I was like, I, I hadn't heard of her before. And I was like, okay, this is cool, like new follow. And then almost immediately, I got a DM from an, like an anonymous account being like, don't associate yourself with this person. She is currently being canceled, has been, has been canceled many times before. And then I did this like deep dive into all the times this woman has been canceled over the last... Um, Apparently not very effectively. Not effect. I mean, yeah, you gotta. It's she's like a cockroach, you know. <laughs> Just, is it Mrs. Beast? Ms. Yeah, it's Mrs. Beast or Ms. Ms. Beast. Beast. <laughs> Don't be making assumptions here. <laughs> Strong independent woman. I don't. Yeah, I, I always find like it's always funny when people are like, "We're gonna cancel them again." <laughs> Run <laughs> it like, back. What? It's like what the fuck did like what happened the first time? Do you not do not cancel hard enough? Like what are what's going on here? There's a certain kind of shameless person that simply is immune to cancellation and, and that's it's pretty impressive. I feel like it's like just about anyone who like for the most part would like is also probably fairly like I mean I'm not saying like the Venn diagram is is a mm -hmm. is a circle, but I feel like this <laughs> like the center part is pretty wide where it's just like anyone who's out there, like out there, out there is just gonna post right fucking through it anyway. Yeah, the people that are in a position to be canceled are those that are... <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Good luck. Well, today, on Never Wrong, the podcast where we are never wrong, only early, in some cases, as in this case, maybe like a year behind, um, but... Yeah, sometimes late. Sometimes late. You know, we're, we're only human. Um, hosted today by myself. Albert Muskies and joined by David Shuck. David, how are you? Doing well. Not wearing my. Uh, I am wearing shorts, but not of the kind we're discussing today. Oh, that's upsetting. And Reed Nelson, what are you wearing on your lower half? Uh, despite me trying to show my, it just like my shorts never even made it into into frame. But uh, they're not even jean shorts, to be honest. They are. Uh, they look like jean shorts. From a distance, though. So I was like, this is the closest thing I fucking have. I don't know. Well, today, good people are good audience. We're talking about a garment, Reed mentioned it, that also cannot be canceled. <laughs> We're talking about jorts. No matter how many times people try. <laughs> the uncancelable jorts. <laughs>
parts. There's Daisy Dukes, denim cutoffs, dumb long ones. I mean, how many kinds of jorts are there that you are aware of? Am I missing any? Um, I feel like it's a spectrum. Yeah. You know, between jorts and pants of like, <laughs> if you just cut the 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 jorts and jeans, if you just cut like the hem off. Just like a little bit too high, you go too high on your raw hem. Like, where does it become jorts, and where is it still pants? And like, is there a Japria region? Oh, exactly. Yeah, I think you know. I think if it's like wide enough, it's not a Japria. It's just like a long jort, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's just uh, you know, like the Kevin Smith um, ones that we've talked about in the past. Yeah, also called a malort. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's too early for that. I don't. I don't actually think that's what Lord is. Um, I've never been to Chicago, though. So I have been to Chicago. That's a lie. Multiple times. <laughs> I don't think you're missing any of them. Yeah, I agree with David's Spectrum comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they, yeah, as we've said, they exist on a wide, a wide spectrum, mostly having to do with the length of the inseam. Um, so once, and, and still a little bit, you know, the jort was the butt of the joke, but... It, 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 in the last few months, it has ascended to a level of ubiquity that I personally did not see coming. Last summer, you know, there was this coalition of the newly anointed five-inch inseam lovers and new, newfound vintage aficionados that teamed up to really get into jorts. And those were more of the, you know, cut-off vintage Levi's variety, I felt. Um, so those groups came together last year to bring jorts to the fore in a way I hadn't seen before. And it, it made sense. I think a lot of cishet men have a pretty complicated relationship with shorts, the historical roots of which we will explore later in this pod. And I think cutting a pair of those, you know, rugged, typically rugged, like manly work pants into shorts, you know, made, had enough of that kind of like, wabi-sabi sprezzatura shit that people felt like you know it was still uh cool but you know the jorts we're seeing now are a little bit different there's a little bit more of like the y2k like post irony as i said kevin smith gas station thing and uh and less and they seem to be less like the ones um in the famous baseball scene in sleepaway camp um they're more like long uh they're longer rather and they are usually hemmed um or they're like early 2000s vintage with kind of bad rises and washes um so far these really garish and voluminous versions are mostly are mostly ones that i've seen actually in real life only in brooklyn or on my discover page so (laughs) they just seem to be larger than they were before and yes do you have to say read I mean, just kind of like going back to like what you said earlier, like there are certain situations near where I live where I just feel like I wish the relationship was slightly more complicated because because they're they're like they're everywhere and they are so big. They're so, so big. Like, and they're just it's it's a they're, they're just dudes getting absolutely fucking taken for a walk by their shorts right now. Like, it's just, but you know what? I mean, it's fine. I like, yeah, I don't know. I saw one. It's one of your buddies does it really well, but I see a lot of people that try to do the same like white sock 
black derby big jort situation mm-hmm. and man <laughs> like like they really yeah it's like mom and dad i just threw up <laughs> and <laughs> i don't i don't really know where the line has has been drawn at this point but you know what i fucking rock on like this is going to be one of those times where they look back and they're like you know what maybe that didn't work you know, there it does seem that the, there is sort of a diminishing returns uh, with the the length and just enormity of the jort. Um, but somewhere kind of in that sweet spot, I've just, based on what I'm seeing on social media, it's kind of like the new tote bag boy uniform. Like those, like the people that did the Carhartt, uh, the Carhartts, you know, standing pigeon toed and New Balance 550s in front of a brick wall are now doing the same thing with a jort and you know usually like they're either wearing like what you said reed like a black derby or in other cases they're wearing um usually sambas in pictures it's almost always sambas uh high socks like chunky belts and you know they gotta have some dangly key rings um sometimes the jorts are like right above the knee and like drape pretty well but otherwise sometimes they're just like much much too much if you know the viewers at home want to look at some uh, jort options out there for them, I've put together a little list here um, before we dig into the history and all that good stuff. Let me, oh, what do you got for us, Reed? Mm-hmm. Oh, this isn't even for now. It was just two things that I was thinking of that I wanted to make sure were in there, so I wasn't like clamoring away. Okay. Cool. While we were looking for them, but no, there is <laughs> there is one video going around. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Uh, yeah, of a dude in some rollerblades who's carrying like full on fucking cartridge consoles. <laughs> like, not Game Boys, like the full consoles in his back pocket. Oh, I remember this guy. He used to like post videos of him and his soaps on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, yeah. You remember soaps? Yeah, he has soaps on in this one eventually. He gets, he makes. Oh, yeah, I see the soaps now. Makes the switch from, from, yeah, to the soaps. From the rollerblades. He actually has two different kinds of rollerblades on for those that are discerning. <laughs> two different kinds? <laughs> wow, okay. He swaps them at one point. He's got like the... The... Oh man, another story is I want for a podcast. But no, there's like there's these groups of rollerbladers that cruise around New York that just like rip through traffic and they wear these like giant wheeled things. He's got those on at one point and then he's got like actual like aggressive inline rollerblades on at another point then he's got soaps on at a different point but the whole time he does have the consoles in his back pocket that never changes except for when he shows you that he has it and he slips it right back in well you know if if you want to if you want to dip your toes into this territory without without getting pants you can fit um consoles into i've put together a little list of some options and they include uh the following so i think for a long time i was pretty biased against hemmed hemmed pre-made jorts i pretty much was only into the cut off you know cut the diy cut off variety um but bare knuckles uh who i'm friends with just did their version and um the cut of these is really good they're not like super super long um but uh they're a kind of just right above the kneecap I would say and they're pretty voluminous and um there's just kind of like a really solid version and they're 
pre-washed um if you kind of want that look of a uh washed out one or a purposefully washed out one and then i think for like most people the default would be the levi's um vintage is almost always the best option for these in my opinion um the five you know the 501 though it may be the default for jeans is oftentimes i think a little bit uh too slim for a, a good jort although i've discovered that you can kind of just cut a slit up the inseam if you want a little more room so you probably end up wearing a 550 although for some reason 550 jorts are not on the levi's website right now they have other numbers i've never heard of um <laughs> <laughs> Numbers like have just couldn't even conceive. <laughs> just vamping on the track at this point. Uh, it's like a f- the four six five or something like some kind of I've never heard of that style of number. Before. Levi's is in the fours now. Yeah, we're going backwards. Um, mm. And then uh, I thought Stan Ray would be a great version, but um, apparently they don't sell um, their denim. Uh, in shorts, but I guess the hickory would work great, and you could always cut your Stan Ray denim painters uh, into shorts if you were so inclined. Um, and for those that uh, are patient and think this one will actually make its way into spring 24, Stan Ray is doing a denim short that oh. is pre-cut. Oh, you were at Market Week, weren't you? Yeah. So, um... Hang in there, people. <laughs> They're coming your way. Yeah, just wait. Just wait. There's like a bunch of them that are doing a full-on. Samurai is also doing a jean short. And if you want. Weights. And if you want a super expensive one, there are the famous or infamous Capital Bone shorts um, that you could get for a cool $600. And... Um, are, are those back? Have they, have they returned to shelves? There was a moment there where they were sold out. I think they're currently on Mr. Porter. Maybe I'm. Oh nope, they, they are they've sold, sold out. Sold out. Wow, this was in the um, in the time it took me to put this together. Uh, they've sold out. So that this is a joy. Anything they do that's anatomically correct just flies off the shelves. This is not anatomically yep, correct. These bones. <laughs> it depends on how you wear them, I guess. Yeah, the, the knee is a little bit high on those, but you, you get the point. Depends on how small you are or how big you buy them. Yeah. It's like they're putting bones on everything. They got bones on sweaters, on leather jackets, on like Hawaiian shirts. One of the dudes who uh, worked at Cotton Sheep in San Francisco, um, who I still don't even know if they have e-com, they just like sell off their Instagram. Um, but they, he used to wear the bone shorts with the like the type 2 rib cage which was kind of sick wow he'd just go he'd go bone 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 on bone bone on bone bone on bone <laughs> full jack skellington <laughs> jort skellington <laughs> well yeah if you you can't buy the jort skellingtons right now but if you if you hang hang in there i'm sure they'll uh, re-release Dude, also just go on Grailed and like low, like they're gonna, someone's gonna try them and they're gonna be way bigger than they ever could have imagined. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna have regret. Uh-huh. Just lowball them and then you can do the cycle yourself. Like that's how that one will work. Um, the next two are not, are also not really my style. I'm just was trying to do some research here. There's a brand called Philippa K that sent me some stuff and they sent me some kind of big big jorts and i found a pair online that were 
quite long. They're like Bermuda shorts. Um, and, uh, you know, but they're this is kind of what people are wearing. And also like the, I found some acne ones that are also really enormous and came with a funny little belt too. And, uh, and then lastly, I found this pair from Randy's garments and they're kind of more in the cargo variety. Uh, but I kind of like these. Oh, you guys have some extras, extra options for me. I, uh, I, so I did a piece or a piece. I don't know. I did a, a jorts roundup for GQ. I oh, think like shit. April or May. Yeah. Um, and so your, your jorts options are, yeah, they're great. I have like zero notes. I think the capital ones weren't in stock. So I have like a different one in there that's like way deeper dive, but I just wanted to throw a couple more into the mix. One that's just like a great, uh, the nudie jeans, Seth short. Mm. It's just really good. My friend wears them like six days a week because he works there, but they're good. Like they're just, uh, if you're looking for like just like a solid light wash, mid-length denim short, boom. Um, and then a kid I went to high school with actually, I don't mean don't like, kick it with any, anymore because he lives in Italy the other read uh, started a brand called Ernest W. Baker and oh. um, your friend Tanner Albert Tanner mm-hmm. Archive yeah um, I'm assuming that's not his actual last name but he's very nice um, <laughs> I've seen him a few times around town but uh, he he wears this stuff sometimes and he wears it well because it's like it's like a very interesting take on I don't even know like how to describe it necessarily it's like it's like definitely uh, looks like seventies, like pre seventies. Everything is kind of ripped from, but it's done in like a very interesting uh, silhouette. Always, kind of punk rockish. But uh, he does a pair of like shorty shorts that are good. Mm. The shorts look good, but this essence fit is insane. I know, yeah. Oh, it is like... yo, they get so loose with it. I think in that one, do they just have the fucking cowboy boots and no cowboy shirt? Cowboy boots and like a mesh vest <laughs> with like a cutoff button-down shirt and a tie. They're doing so them dirty. Like, They're doing them dirty. Yeah. So sick, dude. I love This them. is like the <laughs> oh like AI evil Tom of Finland here. <laughs> <laughs> is this fit? <laughs> oh, no. Virtue signal, Tom of Finland. No, see, this is this is like what happens when you try to shoot like seven hundred on-figure ecom products, and it's like four thirty p.m. and you've been on set yeah. since seven a.m. And, and you're just sitting there. You're like, what the fuck else do we have to shoot? There's a huge thing with like cross-offs, and you're like, all right, we got mesh shirt, short shorts, cow. Put it on. It's fuck it. Yeah, Look, man. Look mad because you can't be any other emotion when you're wearing that ensemble. Um, I don't know. I think I would feel like personally enlightened if I were. <laughs> I would be at, in my nirvana state. Is he wearing a tie or is that He is part wearing of the shirt? a tie. This is like when you let a six year old dress themselves for a wedding. <laughs> if they don't wear a Spider Man costume, they're going to wear this. This is yeah. unbelievable. This is so good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Honestly, this is fucking if, fabulous. If a dude came up to me wearing this entire kit, like, <laughs> just, like, I don't, like, on the street, I'd be like, oh, we were in trouble. But, like, if he just, like, looked like he was part of, <laughs> if he looked like he was, like, sort of part of the scene at a party or a bar, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's buckle in and see what this guy's got for us. 
this this dude is this dude fucks around heavy with something non-traditional like i don't know what it is i'm going to agree with none of it but it's going to be fascinating Wow! Yeah, no, read this. This entire fit is Ernest W. Baker. Yeah, no, it is, but they didn't put it together well. That's on them. <laughs> I, I'm I'm taking this picture and, and just putting it in our chat so we have it for later. Yeah, um, it's, it's really, really on my lock screen. It's really not. It's really not good. It's really really bad. This is um, this, this is the mom I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is mom. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is where's my fucking book bag, mom? Let's go. <laughs> so this is the magic of the Jord. It could be so serious that it could be so goddamn silly when styled <laughs> like this. Uh, <laughs> Yo, but if you do, if you wear this outfit, like you're gonna be talking to people. I just don't like you. Might be scared. You will for sure scare the hoes. <laughs> but like <laughs> this thing. <laughs> Oh, man, I understand this is not a visual medium, but I feel like we did try to describe it for a refresh once again. Yeah, we're going to put this... We have a Substack to accompany this, and we'll Mm. feature this prominently. This podcast is exclusively just a tease to get people to click through. Right? From the bottom bottom up, he's got on black cowboy boots that have, like, white piping. (laughs) Uh, Short, short light wash denim shorts. A uh, completely that are extremely high. Extreme. Like that extremely, but they're like maybe a four inch inseam is what we're looking at here. Yeah, we're not. It's not. It might be shorter. Um, at least kind of. It's not even a particularly high rise, but they're good. They're good shorts. Don't let the, this you know deter you from that. But then they're wearing a transparent vest atop a cut off <laughs> gold, gold button down shirt. But it's like a cut off cut off sleeve. So there's no sleeves anywhere on this man. Um, and he's got a tie. It's a black tie. <laughs> Just in case you for, you forgot what he was there to do. I don't know what that is. Uh, what like, is he there to do? <laughs> I don't know. But I feel like the tie the tie ties it together. The tie is the rug in the equation. Yeah. Brings it all back to earth. This <laughs> is my, the look. This is my job interview fit every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You mean business, whatever your business may be. What, um, why did you wear the tie? I didn't want people to think I wasn't serious. <laughs> well, to, to bring us back down for a moment, I think read. Oh, and I'll link. I'll link read your article as well. Um, I think the inclusion of a Dickies short is really good. I was kind of surprised because I went through the Carhartt selection, and I assumed there would be Carhartt jean shorts available, and there are currently none. Um, which I thought was kind of surprising. I feel like that would for sure be a no-brainer for them. Like long, like you know, like the shorts that uh, that Charlie and um, and Dennis cut into short shorts for when they're working, you know, in the renovation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When Charlie goes a little too short, you get the pocket showing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, that's those are those are some. <laughs> These are some options. I need to close that window. <laughs> yeah, let's all take a deep breath. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to haunt me. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're good. <laughs> he can't hurt you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine. All right. Okay, okay. <laughs> 
we're good. Thank you, Never Wrong audience, for staying with us. Um, yeah. So I have compiled a little history of jorts for us. If you guys would like me to spin a yarn for you. Mm-hmm. A gistery. A gistery, if you will. <laughs> now, the gistery. Your story. <laughs> you can take that out. <laughs> Now, <laughs> the historical record is a little sparse when it comes to uh, jean shorts themselves. Uh, I mean, how can we say for certain when someone had the bright idea to cut jeans into shorter jeans? Um, probably as long as denim pants have existed, there have been people that made them shorter. Uh, I thought about our, you know... Uh, uh, our double, our double knee uh, episode where we learned sailors had 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 uh, you know customized their own pants on ships, and I thought, I mean, probably if, if there were people rocking jorts, it was those guys, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just like taking sailcloth, cutting cutting them off, you know, making sexy little pants on the high seas. Um, but that's all. That's all speculation. Um, yeah. What we well, that's like your Halloween uh, pirate outfit, right? <laughs> You've got like the the cut off like jorts and like the stripy white like long sleeve shirt and like the bandana and the eye patch and like you suddenly you're a pirate. Is that a pirate? Yeah. Is that a pirate staple jorts? <laughs> well, I pers- believe so. <laughs> I think they're like japris, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, any length as long as it's not the full length is uh, I think reads pirate. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they call so a subliminally I am a pirate fan. <laughs> I just can imagine though the first, the first dude out west, like first cowboy, Rock and Levi, showing up like that, <laughs> that product image, <laughs> and his friends being, <laughs> friends being like, yo man, <laughs> I really dig the concept, <laughs> solid idea. <laughs> Really letting the knees breathe here on a hot day. I think we should leave them a little longer next time. (laughs) Well, you know, it makes sense because, like, you know, when Levi's came to pass, you know, they had reinforced so much of the garment, and it was the knees that would wear through first. And then probably people were like, Mm -hmm. oh, I want to, you know, keep, I I love these. I love these. I want to keep them going. I'm going to hack them off. So, as I said, the historical record, rather sparse when it comes to jean shorts, but there's a lot more when it comes to shorts overall. And I thought we could start there. So yeah, for the land lovers or, you know, non cowboys that weren't non fashion forward essence cowboys, uh, that weren't willing to experiment in the same way. Uh, it wasn't super common to wear shorts. Um, adults definitely did not wear shorts. Um, <laughs> before, uh, it together. <laughs> Before the French Revolution, uh, pretty much only uh, working class people pretty much only wore long pants, um, and it was only the aristocracy that wore like culottes or you know capris of sorts, shorter pants. Um, and but after the French Revolution, there were um, you know there was a during the French Revolution there was a, a, a division of people called the sans culottes, uh, the without culottes uh, uh, faction. And after the French Revolution, everyone began wearing long pants together. Um, 
to you know so as not to appear like you know overly overly royal um and that around that time only children uh, really wore shorts um both bo- uh all gendered babies you know wore dresses and as they grew up boys started wearing shorts which were eventually replaced by long pants as an adult and that was partially just because kids grow and it's easier to uh, just buy them, you know, make them or get them one pair of short pants that they would grow and they would keep growing. So, uh, men, you know, sort of going from boyhood to manhood and eventually getting pants gives, you know, wearing the pants, a different kind of context, uh, not just as the breadwinner, but as his birthright in a traditional at the time, gender role, uh, men would, yeah, receive his pants when he reached uh, maturity. So some historians have described this theory is like the, at the time which is super outdated is like childhood to adulthood was like going from a place of femininity to masculinity but uh, I think that's not really uh, uh, worth exploring too much so the first widely produced shorts were either Bermudas or Gurkha shorts depending on who you ask both in the early 1900s both made of khaki twill and both as uniforms for the British Army um, these cotton uniforms had only recently begun to be implemented and uh, even in the hotter colonies and on-duty officers and soldiers uh, began wearing them to, you know, air out their knees. But, you know, it still took a super long time for shorts to be acceptable everyday wear in, you know, regular life. Uh, Even in the 1950s, there were bans on people wearing shorts in public Uh, A city in Pennsylvania, Honesdale, in 1938, banned the public wearing of shorts. And as late as 1959, um, the city of Plattsburgh, New York, voted to fine anyone older than 16 wearing shorts. And right around the same time, the Los Angeles Community College uh, issued a ban on their students wearing shorts on campus. And I actually found a pretty cool picture of kids reading that decree. Um, So over the but the weird thing is over the next 10 or so years, uh, shorts started to become more common. Um, we can kind of like observe shorts becoming commonplace by the changes in Sean Connery's wardrobe in uh, James Bond's. Um, in 1962, uh, in Dr. No, uh, James Bond is wearing long pants even when he's like in the tropics and swimming around. But like two years later in Goldfinger, he has a very short swimsuit and he wears a romper for a while. So like a one piece? Uh mm-hmm. yeah, he has like a terry cloth romper that he wears uh around the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing screams masculinity. <laughs> um I believe he wears that in the same scene he like slaps a woman on the ass and goes man talk, so it is like the most toxic masculinity <laughs> inversion. Yeah. Um so he's wearing his rompim. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's interesting. Like oh, in a very short period of time, shorts go from being pretty much banned uh, or, you know, frowned on in male dress outside of like a swimming context to being something that you could uh, wear in a toxic masculinity spy way. Um, and, um, you know, so around that time, shorts began to appear in ads, although they were usually pretty chaste. Um, they were often like knee length and they came in plaids and other patterns, kind of like golfy, preppy stuff. But this was also the decade that cemented denim's place in the American wardrobe. And um, 
even though it was becoming more common to shop seasonally and to just consume more, most Americans didn't have anywhere near the variety in their closets they have now. Things would wear out and they could only be repaired so many times. And right around this time, the hippie and anti-war movements even popularized like worn out denims and modified denims even more. Um, so shorts kind of as like mainstream, you know, marketable shorts shifted from being like something kind of badass that was, you know, like actually a crime in some places to just something people wore on vacation. Um, cutting your own jeans, I think would have retained a little bit of edge and been kind of punk, but whatever the case, jorts were punk, they were hippie, and sometimes they were even preppy depending on how and where you wore them. Um, in most cases, they were worn pretty short, pretty tight. Um, and a lot of the famous jorts of history were worn by women, Daisy Duke and the Dukes of Hazard, uh, and Debbie Harry was another famous jorts wearer. So I think the weird thing when I look at the history, and you know, I did have to kind of go wide here and look at just the history of shorts, but the interesting thing is like how, depending on the decade and, and the context, jorts are so many different things. Like, you, do you know, like it just, it seems to have, it fits into so many niches and so many subcultures and has a different, a different, you know, different feel to it depending on who's wearing it and where. Hmm. Yeah, excellent history, Albert. Uh, yeah, many things that I didn't know that shorts were as vilified as denim for quite some time. But yeah, I think what you're saying is is very correct. That like even when you're looking at the examples that uh, you had pulled up, of just minor variations, say so much about each individual piece that you've got like it's just really like uh, a couple inches of rise and inseam length that like make the difference between Peggy Hill and John Cena <laughs> and like Kevin Smith, which are all extreme, like read extremely differently, but it's like pretty much the same garment. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, DIY aspect of it, of like one of the things when I was looking at your article just briefly here, Reed, that, that sticks out to me is the phrase like deeply unserious which is, I just feel like so connected with, with jorts of, uh, and the, um, move, I guess, into the, uh, identity that they have now. Cause like when I first became aware of them was like early two thousands and, uh, Tobias, like Funke, like uh, David Cross's character from mm -hmm. Arrested Development, who it was shown as him as like being this like complete joke of a person that wore like super short cutoffs under like everything in his outfit. Mm -hmm. He's a never nude, as David. A, as a never nude, because he's he can a never, never take them off. Um, and that like, as you said, 501s were like the blueprint for that. And mm -hmm. you also have like Paul Rudd and Wet Hot American Summer being this like ultra cool, like too cool guy wearing them super high and cut off. And yeah, also being like sort of comfortable and being uncomfortable in your sexuality. Mm -hmm. And now we've like completely moved beyond that and like the the blueprint isn't so much the 501 but it's like Jenko cutoffs yeah is like the the big shorts that were wearing these these voluminous ones and part of me suspects that like the raver pant trend didn't catch on as much as people wanted and now they're just being turned into shorts <laughs> and like re repackaged to us again well, but yeah i don't think they're going anywhere i mean i think when i'm looking when i'm looking at this stuff being worn and now and I, I feel like it's a lot like the split 
that we saw when it came to trucker hats where it's like on the one hand it's like the ashton kutcher punked stuff and on the other hand it's like people really like fucking with tom Selleck, and it feels like there's a split there where it's like you know it's like high fashion uh, the the long jorts are pretty inherently unflattering because they show like, they don't really drape they kind of mask your whole body like reed said they're taking you for a walk and mm-hmm. whereas and then there's this other version where it's like very overtly like there there's like a, a a version of it that's like so sexual and revealing that it is like kind of more I don't know. It's like this divide. And sometimes like when I am exper- and just at least in my own experience online, when I wear a pair of like the kind of more fashiony jorts, like a hemmed jorts a little bit longer then the inevitable comments are like, cut these off, make them shorter. And uh, like people, it's just like, there's a pretty like intense split here of people wanting these different, different things. Um, but yeah, I, I totally like David, what you're, what you're describing is I felt like jean shorts were a joke. They're always a joke on it's always sunny. Like they, there's the thing we discussed about, you know, the, when they're doing the home renovation and they cut their, their work pants too short. There's the (laughs) thing, uh, where, uh, they present the like returning veteran, that pair of jean shorts when he comes back to the U S it's like, it's just, it's like, it's just like this comedic fodder, this thing that is, yeah, deeply unserious and silly, but yet can be hot in the right way. It's it's a whole thing. Well, it's like silly also is not inherently unhot. True. Right? Big, like, big, big, big point there. Yeah. Like sometimes, sometimes you gotta be a little silly. Anyways, no, um, uh-huh. but no, like, I guess that's true, right? Like sometimes like silliness is like, and it's like if you could do, yeah, if you look good in the jean shorts, it doesn't really matter how big of a joke the jean shorts, I guess, are. Um, and I think part of that is confidence. So it's like you're walking a, like a tightrope there, right? It's like a mm-hmm. fucking platform nine and three quarters of garments where it's like the only way to figure out if you have confidence is to run at the wall full speed. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Take him for, take him for a spin. See what's going on. Hopefully, you make it through. Are we allowed to make Harry Potter ever? It's like I feel like we lost like an entire. I, I think I can do something better than that. But like you know, it's like whatever. That was. I thought that was, that was pretty got, effective. But, yeah. So it's like I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's hard. It's kind of hard to to try those things out. Like I would definitely run a pair, if I had them in my closet. I'm not looking for them though. Like actively, if that makes if that makes sense. Um, well, I think that may bring us to our our next uh, point, which is how would we personally wear them? And so, like, Reed, as someone who is not really looking for them, like, is there a, is there do you have a bone to pick with jorts? I mean, you're someone who's not crazy about wearing denim all the time, anyways. Only in the very extremely right context are you going to be wearing denim, right? Yeah, I mean, I think I've, like, softened that stance a little bit, like, probably, like, just gradually. Like, I do wear a pair of Orso 105s pretty often. But also, um, the, like, the experience of wearing George is pretty different than, like, the experience, like, you know, especially David and I have had many times of, like, breaking in crispy jeans. It's like, you don't really buy George's crispy. Or you should. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. And I've never bought... I'd, 
I have bought broad denim before, but I didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't for me. That's right. You can but, say that on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. It doesn't. My credibility is shot in a million other ways. So, um, but no, I don't think it's like. I think for the most part, and like with the exception of like the ones I'm wearing and a couple other pairs, like I do have like a pretty, like, shorts are already unserious as we were discussing. Mm-hmm. Uh, with jorts being one of the more deeply unserious, but it's like, it's like a fixed waistband bathing suit to me. It's sort of like, why are you trying to size shorts? You fuck, like just get elastic and fucking call it a day. Like who gives a shit? I mean, I think there are like times where I wish I had like a pair of like some of those bell ass double pleats that people are running. Like those just like full on fucking a frames that I've seen, uh, kicking around. Like those are kind of cool, but at the same time, like. They, it's just again, it like you look like a schoolboy, uh, even in the best of sort. You just like look like the one that's beating up the other ones if you do it right. It's not like there's like really like a fucking end goal to that. Um, I feel <laughs> like for me, so it's just like, yeah, I don't know. For the most part, when I wear shorts, they're nylon, is like my thing, or like mesh or something like that. Because like, who gives a shit? I'm wearing shorts. It's like fucking gave up for the day. No, um, yeah, I no, I, like- I'm like I have. Your 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 shorts or your shorts mentality is like how mean of a boy am I, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> it's just like they're already like they're not for like I get it they're not like I don't believe like shorts are for kids I just also don't think that like like the most serious that we have made shorts is like Tom Brown's short suits for a while but it's like even LeBron <laughs> James deeply and serious <laughs> oh yeah. my god right. Like, when the whole Heat had, or I think the Cavs roster had themselves outfitted in Tom Brown, and same with, like, Barcelona's uh, football team and stuff like that, or soccer team. I don't know why I said football. I felt like it needed that. Whatever. But uh, <laughs> they just all look like they're just, like, arriving at prep school, but just, like, they 13 going on 30 themselves. And I just, I feel like, so it's like, if that's the best you could do with it, like, I do think that somehow, now that I'm thinking about this, like, on a far deeper level than I probably should have or ever expected to, I do think that there is actually something that maybe makes me think that sh- jorts are the most serious short. Mm, like A little bit, yeah, yeah. Roundabout, because I feel like there's more intentionality without, like, like, you absolutely, if you're wearing, like, the Jenko ones, like, Godspeed, good soldier, but, like... Fucking, if you're wearing, I think, like, just, like, if you're trying to just do some some regular shorts, like, a, like a considered pair of either cutoffs or just, like, the bare knuckles ones you were describing, or, like, the mm-hmm. Seth ones from Nudie, mm-hmm. are actually kind of, like, the, yeah, I think maybe, like, the most serious route. Like, I'm not looking for seriousness with my shorts, which is why I think I don't give a shit about the jean variety. It's, like, I like the Manreza ones that have the the like underwear built in those have mm. been my favorite shorts this summer and then i have like a pair of chaos fishing club ones that are double pleated but they're also very much nylon mm. um so yeah that's probably why i haven't done jorts is i just like don't really do any shorts that have a fixed waistband hey, like i'm sort of in the same plane as as you read that i am not much of a shorts person that like i will wear like pants and jeans and like pretty much every hot environment but like 
I the only time I've ever worn like cutoff jorts was in 2010 as a Halloween costume where I went as like Blue Man Tobias Never Nude, mm. and I like stuck myself along with three other people that went as the Blue Man group, and two of them had never seen the show and didn't get it and kind of resented my presence the whole night, which huh. made it even better. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like the. I, Pants are just always, I don't know, more effective. But, like, I do see jorts as, like, having more utility because, like, my biggest complaint with, like, fixed waistband shorts is, like, stuff always falls out of the pockets mm. because it's generally, like, looser and bigger. Mm-hmm. And with jorts, yeah, like, uh, you can see the, the – it's got that same, like, inset pocket. You've got your coin pocket. You've got your, like, pockets close to the back. Mm-hmm. I, I do see the, like, bigger, um, like, Jenko cutoff type as being sort of the nowhere man. Because mm-hmm. these are based off of like work pants, like carpenter pants, painter pants. Mm-hmm. But the entire point of wearing those is not just like the pockets and the utility, but like first, ideally, some sort of protection while on a work, uh, uh, a job site. Mm-hmm. And by having like your uh, legs exposed, I don't know. Um, I have not worn a pair of jorts or denim shorts in a while, and I'm not sure if I, I would, but I do like the idea of like continuing the use of your jeans if they have already... Uh, everything below the short, the jort point has, has worn out its utility. Yeah. I feel like the thing for me that, that about jorts is that, well, I try not to cut too many like vintage pairs that I care about into shorts because that just seems kind of wrong, but... Either I find them in their cut and they just happen to be like, like I found a, the best faded pair of Wranglers I ever found were a pair of cutoffs and they're great. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, to the point about being a fixed waistband, like I think the thing about jorts, if they're vintage cutoffs, is they don't need to fit anywhere near as like my, a lot of my stuff about how things fit kind of goes out the window. And the only thing that really matters is the length. Because it's like, yeah, they can fit kind of lower on the waist. They can be like way looser. Like I feel like shorts should be comfortable, you know, just inherently because you're just navigating environments that are less pleasant to be in. And, um, but then also like, I I agree with you guys or in most contexts, I will prefer, I would prefer to wear long pants. And I don't really want to wear short pants like in in a city environment usually. Like if I'm like running errands or doing stuff and like it's just like shit is weird and gross. And I'd probably rather have my legs covered unless I'm like at home or if I'm like at the beach. Obviously in those situations it's like, yeah, I want to let my my gams breathe a little bit. Oh, and I guess like also for the record, I do like to wear shorts. It's just I, I know you do wear the the lightest ones possible. Mm-hmm. Like they've got to have like either like a lot of holes, like mesh in them or like they've got to be like not like I love because I don't like to fight this weather. Like there comes a certain point where it's just like humid and I just like I don't want to deal with that. Like all the all the knock on effects of like 90 degree weather with 90 percent humidity. Jeez. So, you know, it's like that's just it's like when I see people outside with pants, I'm like, that's a decision. No, I, I guess something something that I didn't fully flesh out and that I'd be curious to hear your opinions on is like, is there, I mean, there's like the, the use case, you know, the, the like protecting yourself argument, but do you feel like there's any, like, is there this like, because of its history and kind of the old world of shorts having this association with childhood, 
and also like in some cases in a like a historical association with femininity because of like revealing your legs essentially is that like is that buried deep in our collective's unconscious that like wearing pants is is partially less serious because it's like i am i am infantilized i am maybe feminized like i'm emasculated by my pants like there's something there i don't know exactly what it is and how to express it in kind of the modern understanding the broader modern understanding of gender but there's something i think about there in uh or on i guess the nine or the 2006 five jizza track liquid swords uh Mm -hmm. an absolute fucking classic at one point he's just comparing he's just he's talking about another he's talking about someone else but he calls them feminine like sandals and i remember that fucked me up for like five years just because it's like like at 18 i was like i don't want to do sandals that's what like am i sending a message with sandals it was like the fucking witch ear you know like you had your and you love or whatever fucking love sandals dude i'm like currently i think if you google leather sandals it's something i wrote for again just because they yeah. seo the shit out of that thing shout out that team but uh yeah no sandals are great and uh i mean i have some pretty mangled toes so it's like i don't know if we should but i do think that like sort of the internalizing of these of these uh like concepts definitely will fuck you up for a while like and sometimes to the point of no return Right. It's like certain music choices when you make when you're a kid or like whatever it happens to be or like, yo, by the way, I feel like every single place outside of New York is like no one in New York will put pineapple on pizza. Like that's like weird and childish. And it's like if you go into any like regular slice shop, not like upscale new age, it's like you can get a fucking slice of Hawaiian pizza. That's not a rule. They'll sell you anything on the pizza if it'll sell. Like this, like they want to make money. They don't give a shit about some fucking like weird code of conduct. Mm-hmm. But I do think that like there's like this like weird thing that people like these rules that people like create, and it always has to do about some sort of toughness. Like you don't put ketchup on a hot dog, you know. It's like drink your coffee black, like this, that, the other. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's like you wear short or pants on a hot day. Somehow falls into both like the tough guy bullshit and the anti sort of like. Or like the, I need to prove my masculinity bullshit by not showing my knee, which is also like a weird, a weird thing. It's like, is that, what is inherently feminine about that anyway? And it's like, is that a bad thing? Like, what the fuck are we even talking about anymore? I think it's also a a multiplier, as we've talked about with other trends of like, it takes what you are and like hyper accentuates it, which is why, you know, we're talking about like one of the most masculine like uh figures in like all of modern tv history tom Selleck is like well known for wearing jorts like high cutoff ones Mm -hmm. and it's something where like his identity is so strong that it doesn't matter and he's like brimming with confidence when he does it Mm -hmm. so it doesn't uh take away it actually makes him seem more hyper masculine because Mm -hmm. he knows that like i can do this and i'm fine wow um sort of in the same with like Paul Rudd in Wet Hot American Summer is the most, like, hyper-masculine, like, tough guy wearing entirely denim character in that movie. And he wears, like, just, like, there's one scene where he's only wearing cutoffs for, like, an extended period in that movie. Um, And not a lot of people are comfortable with that. They'd rather sort of hang back and be like, I do not need to expose my personality to that level. Because I think if I were one to wear them, I would probably go the full, like, cut-off, never-nude type look. 
before I would go for the like uh, Jenko, like Kevin mm. Smith, John Cena type cutoff. Mm. I mean, if it even is does qualify as a cutoff. Um, but I never get to that point with my jeans because like they always blow out in the crotch way too much and like mm-hmm. never the knee. But that's I guess because I'm like riding a bike and walking more than I am like installing a, a hardwood flooring uh, while on my knees or like uh, doing other hyper masculine activities. That's a really I mean, I guess we have talked about it, but I don't know if you put it in such clear terms of, of something being a multiplier like that. I think that's really interesting. And yeah, and you I th- wear them, Albert. Like, what is the this? I've seen you style them some on your TikTok, and it's yeah. usually with like uh, tank tops and yeah, uh, like other like relatively revealing. Like in like, how do you style a cutoff type versus a uh, like bare knuckles, like longer, bigger denim short? Well, I think I think I'm still like wrestling with and understanding how best to 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 make all that work, and like. There are, de- I def, I have a pair, the pair that I'm wearing right now are my shortest and most revealing, um, which I did for you guys. Uh, but so on, <laughs> but, um, those it's kind of like, these are mainly like, if I have a very short errand to run, I'll wear them to like walk somewhere if it's hot and I'm just wearing like a t-shirt and these and like, but honestly, I mostly wear them like when I'm at the beach and I like, can't be bothered to really like wear a shirt mm-hmm. and I'm just like outside and just kind of like puttering around, uh, but yeah, I feel like the long shorts are, I think, more versatile when it comes to figuring out an outfit because they have a little bit more volume. So then you can do a tank top and then like, I love like a very threadbare vintage collared shirt, just like some crap, you like like something off the, the rack outside of a vintage store. It's like, it doesn't even have a tag in it. It just seems old and lightweight. And that's kind of what I do, you know, if I'm like going to go to a coffee shop for a while. And those are also nice because if you're sitting down in public, they're long enough that you don't really have bare leg on seat, which is always a gross, crucial, a gross thing. And um, yeah, it feels like for me, it's like pretty contextual. It's like the long ones are more for like doing a thing, going to a place. And the shorter ones are more for yeah, it gets kind of never nude territory, honestly. It's like, I want as much skin showing. I'm like tanning. I'm just, I'm working, but I'm not like going to the beach yet. I'm just like around a beach environment. So I'm not like wearing a swimsuit mm-hmm. or like nylon shorts. Um, so you're washing off the boat. You're, <laughs> uh, you're, you're preparing your tackle box. You're, uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of the, the difference for me. Um, but yeah, I feel like, I feel like whenever I delve into the like hemmed shorts, like the hip ones today, the washed out modern ones, it doesn't feel like the people that it feels like my audience is sort of like, what's that about? Those are too long, you know, but that might be just because they're exploiting me. I don't know. Treating you like a piece of meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just want more flesh. Yeah. Gang, gang. But they don't get to see what we get to see. That's true. Ice cream so true. good. <laughs> um, well, I mean, do we want to rate these guys? Jorts as the like large umbrella incorporating cutoffs and well, like cutoffs, I would probably give like an eight point eight to a nine mm-hmm. um, because like it's using uh, existing material, it's repurposing, mm-hmm. it's like. 
feels more authentic to itself. Mm -hmm. It has the pockets that I like where things don't fall out of them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it makes a very strong statement. Mm -hmm. The um, longer hemmed jorts, less so for me. I think I'd give those like 5.8 to 6. Mm -hmm. That uh, since it's something that was made purely for that purpose, they're usually washed. Um, I don't really see the, the point in them as much. Although I do still like think there's something to the uh, idea of them being like repackaged ravers that didn't sell. Mm-hmm. So on the whole, I'd, I'd probably give it like a 7.6. That's a great, a great rating. What do you have for us, Reed? That was succinct, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. Thank you. You inspire me. Yeah, so I'm not waiting them. I'm doing the same thing where I'm doing separate, but I do think that the good ones do outweigh the bad. Like start at the beginning. Like I do think that the big ones are like a like a hard three three point five. Like go, let's go three point five. I was just split. I was just say hard three or four, but that does that's not hard at all. Uh, <laughs> big ones I go three point five because there are people that like genuinely look fucking cool in them, but I do think that like fundamentally they are. They're not like a buyer's product, but they're like kind of like a buyer's product. Like in the sense that like they are designed, like they're not designed. They're they're positioned as like making a comeback when in reality, like they work well on industry people who have to wear clothes a lot and who have to think about like the outfits they're putting together a lot and who like mm-hmm. literally style themselves on their way out the door and not just put on mm-hmm. clothes. Like, mm-hmm. And by the way, also tend to be pretty skinny and oftentimes tall. Not always, but like... You know, it's like most shit's going to look good on them. They're like probably kind of hot too. So it's like for mm-hmm. those people, it's like, cool. Yeah, they work. But for the rest of us out here, um, they're just hard. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're just like, there's just like serious Kevin Smith potential. And it's like, even if like GQ or mm-hmm. somewhere else is telling you that like Adam Sandler has the best fucking, you know, like gym style on the planet. It's like he's worth like half a billion dollars from his endeavors don't like that's not going to be an effective i don't mm-hmm. think route for most of us but um so yeah but so i'll go three five on the big ones but on the other ones i think i'm with you guys even though i don't wear them like run a nine at like the just cut off whatever else we're calling them like there's this mm-hmm. yg photo again from gq from like 2016 where he's wearing a giant flannel some destroyed cut off like washed out jean shorts, white socks, and some hard bottoms, mm-hmm. some like just shiny ass uh, black hard bottoms, mm-hmm. and it's one of the coolest outfits. I like that. It's like that fucking. I still think about that outfit where it's just like, damn, fucking YG destroyed this one. The shoes are his own. I love that little like note uh, in the in the outfit caption. But um, but yeah, so I'll stick with the. So like together though. I'll go seven five, but mm. but assuming that the other one fades and we just get to stick with the nine. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm with you guys pretty much right down, almost on the exact same terms. I think that at the at its very best, jorts are like we said a multiplier of you know like bringing you can sort of bring more of yourself to the fore and kind of whatever your wardrobe sensibility is. It will uh, magnify that, and like if you're a prep, then your jorts are reading like summer camp, working on your boat. If you're more rugged, it's reading that way. And I think 
cut, like if we're even going more broadly, like cutoffs outside of the territory of denim, I love those too. Cut off chinos, cut off Carhartts. It's all so good, and that's all a nine for me. And the DIY aspect, I think, is really cool, and the ability for people to choose their own inseam and not be at the behest of uh, a company making those choices. The huge pants we're talking about, even on industry people, even on people who are very hot, I feel like they are not a multiple. Like they are not a multiplier. They are sort of, they are they are a divider. <laughs> they are taking away from what you're doing. And I often see these like groups of like hot Y2K influencer girls and in a carousel. And it seems like one person picked the short straw and has to wear the big dumb shorts <laughs> and everyone looks great <laughs> except her. And it's like, these are all beautiful people that are beautiful for a living. And it's still, it's still not, it's still like, you know, taking away from what they're bringing to the table. So agreed. Let's, let's average it like 7.5, but good cutoffs, vintage stuff. And even like a hemmed, a good hemmed jort, I can get down with. I'm going to give that uh, a nine overall. Yeah, I just want to jump back in actually and add one more one more thing in regards <laughs> to the short straw situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and nine five is actually like I, as, you know, a person who always constantly encouraging uh, men out there to dress sluttier just for fun. I feel mm-hmm. like we have to we have to highly rate the short short the short jort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, trend but no there there's like certain fucking trends or pieces that like i feel like the best case scenario is someone being like oh yeah they pulled that off mm-hmm. and it's like i feel like if that's the ceiling for whatever you're wearing it's not a great situation like you were saying where it's mm-hmm. just like yeah like the person in the big dumb shorts it's like you're gonna notice <laughs> them and you'll be like i guess they don't look that bad in them <laughs> but it's like very rarely are you gonna be like i need to know the brand like, where did you get those shorts? Like, I fucking need to know what those shorts are when there's like a million other things that it's like, you don't need to be there. like, you know, it's just like where it's like, I just don't. Yeah. It's such like a weird, there's like weird thing to be aspiring to where it's just like, I don't know, like, did it not fuck up the entire photo? Cause if it didn't, I guess that's a win. I, that's a good point. Yeah. You, you just, you, you, you survived your day and that's. That's a good day in big stupid jorts. Yeah, no one called you Silent Bob. Like, congratulations. <laughs> you didn't get picked up by a gust of wind and sent flying over the East River. Yeah, like no one fucking did the face wave thing at you. So it's like, it's like, oh man, yeah, I guess like I guess they really did work. But it's like I feel like you're living your entire day on a fucking knife's edge at that point. Well, the council has spoken. Um, this has strong agreement. This strong agreement. Yeah. This has been another episode of never wrong. The podcast where we are never wrong, only early and everything you've heard has been 100% accurate and tasteful.